0: If it matters to you, it matters to us. Call TIP today on 1-800-938- 007. Now
1: all throughout the day we're announcing the short lists um, where our wonderful competition is concerned uh, the Best of Tip Awards and uh, after 6 o'clock today on tipfm.com you can uh, cast your votes. Now uh, we're announcing very short lists every hour. This hour we're looking at hairdressers first of all and the short list there is Annie's Hair Salon in Clanmel, D Studio in Featherage, Hemera in Clanmel. John's Hair Salon in Templemore and Cool Cut's Hair Salon in Kilsheelan. And we're also looking at Ladies Boutiques. So the shortlist there, In the Wardrobe in Clonmel, Classy Lady in Care, Now Trading Depot in Clonmel and Ryan Design. Boutique in Clonmel as well as Uptown Girl in Cashel. So there are a couple more of the shortlists and right throughout the day you'll be able to uh, hear more and of course you can uh, vote after 6 o'clock uh, this evening. Time for Travel Tales with Fergal. Fergal O'Keefe with me in studio. Good morning to you Fergal. Good morning, great to see you. I'm good to see you again as well. First of all you're going to talk to us about Damien Brown will you just rem- remind us about the man and what exactly
0: he's yeah, doing? Yeah, so he's an amazing character, he's a proper Irish adventurer and I've, talked on, I've had him twice on my podcast yes. Travel Tales of Fergal he's one of the first guests and actually after this I'll put up a link on my Instagram and Twitter Travel Tales of Fergal uh, with that podcast if people want to remind sure. themselves of him because he's a real adventure he was a rugby player like he played with Leinster and Connacht and in France and the UK and then after he gave up the professional rugby he started doing adventures like travelling you know doing things all over the world including like last year during Covid times he, he had an attempt on Everest actually but he got COVID on Everest on Everest on Everest and he had to go back down to Nepal and go through it and that was the time when, when you'd really suffer yeah. with the COVID and then he went back up the mountain and he was just about to make his go for the top when um, one of his guides they were run out of guides he got COVID and he ended up not making but it was it was an epic adventure oh my so God. whatever Damien ever does it's always amazing like epic adventures and he's one at the moment so I, I, that's why I want to talk about it today yes. because He's he's been sailing since last June from New York solo sailing solo rowing across the Atlantic since last June. So we started in New York and the plan was to end up in Galway and he was doing with another guy his friend uh, Fergus Farrell but after about 10 days Fergus got very sick. So they had to wait for a passing tanker to take Fergus on board. So he was hoping to like go for a record I think it was under 60 days. But Fergus left and it was quite a big boat that he had to road. So he's been doing it solo, which he wasn't planning since then. So he now, today's on day 111. And it's been epic stuff because, you know, he's actually rode the Atlantic solo before, but he went from the the Canaries over to the Caribbean and, you know, the tides suit them and the weather, etc. But this was much more epic because it was New York over the North Atlantic to Ireland. And he's been, you know, like I said, 111 days on his own. He has, you know... so. And for, this is
1: a boat mm-hmm. that normally would need two people to
0: Yes, load. exactly. So it's so a big... It, it was own. It was made especially for them. So it's like a big boat, like, you know, with a, with a little cabin in it where you go into it at night time. But the it's 111 days because every time that there's like storms, he has to put out this like para ankle and just wait because, you know, there's days that he would be rowing. He's rowing for like some days could have been rowing for 15 hours and he might have gone minus three nautical miles because he's rowed. He's just trying to row. He's to rowing st- against the time. Exactly. So can you imagine that for like so 11, it's like he hasn't met anybody, he looks a bit like um, uh, Tom Hanks in Castaway at this stage, he's got a big huge beard and you know the ups and downs and you know like even at one stage he was saying like the boat was going much slower than he thought and he had a good weather spell so. He jumped in, got like you'd be nervous watching the videos of this. Like he'd go in under the boat, and there was all barnacles attached to the boat, and he would be like cutting them off, and he'd do little videos. And he actually, I'd recommend people to check his podcast. Actually, it's called Deep Roots, which is the first time anyone's ever done a podcast like going across the Atlantic and he sends via satellite link every day so the reason why I'm bringing it up now is he's been 111 days in the sea but hopefully if all things go well he'll be He's going to arrive at Galway, and if anyone's around that area to go down to the harbour tomorrow in Galway, so hopefully there'll be a a, a flotilla of of boats out by the round the Aran Islands to yeah, welcome him in.
1: You're a bit of an adventurer yourself, and you know a lot of people who are adventurers. What, what drives somebody to do something like that, Fergal?
0: Yeah, well, I mean, Damien, like, he has been going... I I suppose you could say it's a bit of an addiction as well because he's going from one to the other because we talked before, like, he did Everest and he's he's ran through the desert um, in the Middle East. So... I you know he's he was an extreme professional athlete like you know so I suppose trying to get that bug since but also you know he's developed it into like he's an amazing character and the reason why his one for me anyway kind of uh, really stands out is because he's a very philosophical uh, positive person so. He's I, I've done talks with him before as well. And so he's an amazing character about sort of the power of the mind, about overcoming obstacles. So after this, I would say he'll be doing a lot of talks and companies. So not only is he an adventurer, but he's sort of, it's his career now out of it. But he just goes from one into the other. I remember we were talking before, before he went on Everest, he just had a baby he was said the baby was born, and I think oh it was about God. a day later. He went up. He headed off to Nepal. He got a window, and he headed off to Nepal to do Everest. So. His
1: partner must be delighted with him. <laughs> I know exactly. he's
0: been away yeah. a lot, but um, you know, you could see it over the over this like, get you get emotional any time that he'd mention him. But he, you know, he like the the things that he's gone through over the last few. Months and that's why I said I'd like to mention it because in case people I just happen to be anywhere near Galway, he's planning to go there between ten and twelve tomorrow, and I'd say he'll get an amazing welcome, you know, because God, what so. he's done is is just imagine has been a hundred eleven days on your own, not knowing if you're going and wh- to get. Where will it. he row
1: into in Galway? So
0: he's going to go. So amazingly, like he actually has been on off the Irish coast for about three or four days, and. He was like for the last few days, the, the way has brought him west, and he actually has been. He saw like the Skelligs, so he's only he actually. And today, I was just looking before I came on at his um, Instagram feed, and he actually people are now sending photos where they see him down in Kerry. So he's he saw Skellig Michael about three or four days ago and the Brandon Mountains, and the, imagine that in the coast, but he. Was very emotional actually because he was being pushed down and he could have just sailed in, you know, into Kerry, but he really wanted to because the whole thing was about starting and a lot of his sponsors around the Galway. So he really wanted, so he's managed to go up the coast rowing against the current. So the plan is human beings
1: can be absolutely incredible, can't they? Inspirational. We don't have a huge amount of time left, but we do want to talk about some long haul holidays during the autumn. Why would you choose this time for long haul?
0: It is the perfect I would go if you're able to go travelling, it's the perfect time of year. Like one, you know, last month was on, I was saying about how autumn is a great time because the you know the costs, the yeah. weather is, is, you know, the, the extreme heats that we were getting during the summer and uh, less crowded. But also, it's a lovely time to go away to other parts of the world, particularly long haul, to get more sun, which is, you know, yeah. on a day like today. So you get your summer sun in other parts of, of the world And the cost from flying from this, you know, perversely, if you're going long haul during the the summer, say, to to like Thailand and other places like that, even if it's not the best time of year to go, it's still the most expensive time of year to go. So to go long haul, it is definitely, this is the time of year. And, you know, last time I was on, I was talking about like... uh, the post uh, the post I keep calling them on post but the the post office and the they do a kind of a survey of of um, the best value places to go to and short haul was Greece but long haul was Cape Town for value South Africa and you know the another reason I want to bring up today was because someone the other day just asked me you know they they had a big fiftieth birthday coming up and they wanted to go somewhere special and where to go so it got me thinking about it and the first place I I thought of really was actually Cape Town because time difference it's only i think like an hour ahead of us so from point of view of a flight you know if you if you go in the evening time you arrive in the morning so the jet lag isn't really an issue and it's coming in now to the summer so i was there in like november time a few years ago and it was just gorgeous because it's still late 20s but so the weather you know it's coming into their summer and a gorgeous time of year and even you know if you're lucky with months with I suppose the URC might get a rugby game as well you mm, know mm. but it's a lovely time of year to go it's around a 10 hour flight from the UK to go to Cape Town so it, it, it's manageable
1: So certainly is indeed where, where else should we look yeah, at so in terms a, of long haul
0: yeah so there's loads of places I mean you know another one I would really recommend for people is Sharm el-Sheikh in Egypt and it's sort of like a separate nearly like a separate area to the level of it's like a. you know if you go to other parts of like if you want to fight to Cairo you'd need a visa whereas you don't need a visa to go in to Sharm el Sheikh, which is on the Red Sea and there, you know it's a perfect time of year again the weather is like late 20s you know gorgeous like summer in Ireland but for them it's much cooler but it's a lovely little area and if you're into uh, which I was into scuba diving it's the perfect place to go. So you've been obviously mm. yeah. And, and I went there for, for scuba diving you know I, I learned actually in Ireland but you know it's so gorgeous there like the Red Sea you know it, it's spectacular and even if you're not into scuba diving you know the snorkeling there is excellent and the you know all the hotels all the you know, I stayed at the time I was there in the Hyatt, all the main hotel chains are there, but they're done really well mm. and they're all along the coast and it's very reasonably priced right. and it's very well, safe. I,
1: is there Egyptian culture is a very yes. obvious? That so, oh yeah, there is. Yeah. So there's yeah. a
0: town there and it, it has that culture, you know, not as much as others. I mean, if you really wanted the Egyptian culture, I would say now is a great time to go to actually go to Cairo. Right. And there's direct flights now from Dublin on Egypt there to go to Cairo. And, you know, it, that from the point of view of the culture there, that would be... And we, have
1: you been there as well? No, I haven't. No, it's it's yeah. on
0: my to-do list, but I would love that, I'd love you know, that too, yeah. wouldn't it? I mean, yeah. it would be spectacular. So this is the time of year, again, to go to somewhere like that. But charm, i And even to learn. If you want to learn to go scuba diving, you can do your paddy courses and stuff there and it would be a really spectacular place to go to, I have to say.
1: Sounds great indeed. Do you want to talk
0: to us a little bit about Thailand as well? Yeah, so again, Thailand, you know, during the summer, you know, it's the rainy season. So now is the coming into the perfect time of year to go to Thailand from the point of view of weather. And costs as well. It's not as busy, but the weather is actually perfect. It's actually quite you know it's rainy season during our summertime, so now's the time to go. And there's two parts of Thailand, you know. Just say if you're going now, if you decided I want to go long haul, I would really recommend Thailand to go into Bangkok, then to go down to the islands. And there's two sides, you know, on the west coast you've got Krabi. So around between now and Christmas, Krabi that area there is absolutely gorgeous. You know those limestone cliffs that mm. you remember that movie. The beach, that kind Mm -hmm. of. So around there between now and Christmas, that side, the West Coast is perfect from the weather point of view. And then if you decided to go, say the time I was there was in January and you go over on the east coast side, because it's a little peninsula down in Thailand that goes down. The east coast side is like Koh Samui, Koh Pinyang, Koh Tao, all of those areas. And Koh Tao actually is another great area for diving. So that's after Christmas around the, the January time. So it's a perfect time to go to there.
1: Sounds delicious. You also advise places like Bali in Indonesia, Marrakesh, and yeah. then possibly Mauritius as well. So,
0: yeah. yeah, so all of those areas, all yeah. around the Indian Ocean and all that areas now, it's the perfect time, you know, and yeah. the great thing is, is, you know, you get great value as well.
1: It's great, isn't it? What, what about the latest where, where the podcast are concerned? Yeah, so
0: I, I have, I said, I'm going to put it up again today on, on, on my Instagram yes. and Twitter and my feeds, the Damien Brown one because uh, he goes through all his previous travels. It was one of my first ones that I ever did and I brought him back for the for the Everest one but I'll put up that first one for people if they want to get to know a little bit about him because I'm sure tomorrow on the news and to follow him actually, Owlstock is his, his name, his handle like on Instagram. Owlstock. Owlstock. (laughs) Exactly. And Deep Roots is his podcast. So I would just recommend people to check that today because, um, you know, we don't have too many Irish adventurers and he really is. He'll be the first guy to have rode both ways. Like he'll have gone both directions across the Atlantic. So, you know, I'd love to see like great support for him actually. He's done so much.
1: Absolutely. Fergal, always good to see you. Thanks very much indeed. Fergal O'Keefe there of Travel Tales with uh, Fergal. That wraps up the show for today. Thanks to Ellie who looked after everything uh, today and uh, don't forget right throughout the day we have those shortlists in the Tip FM uh, Best of Tip Awards. And that's it for me. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Look after yourselves. Bye bye